0: Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha she narrates that Sayyidina Rasulullah he sallallahu alayhi wa heart was always doing the zakr of Allah and due to Sawbati Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Saba Iqram radiallahu ta'ala anha Jibayin were also doing always the zakr of Allah for the very next generation next two generations Tabid and Tabai Tabid you had some good people and some not-so-good people especially in politics and vizier and emir and rulers so normally this I'm clarifying because people say the term Salaf Salihim Salaf Salihim doesn't mean that all of the Tahideen and all of the Kabbalah are mutlapins what it means is the rank of humanity is Anbiya, then Sahaba then the Oliyah, of the Tabin, then the awliya of the Tabai Tabin, then any Oliyah who come after them. But not every one of the Tabin and Tabai Tabin was a wali of Allah It is a very tragic affair. That's why we also never teach it to you people. Because you won't have the <laughs> strength to actually handle what happened in the time of Tabin and Tabai Tabin. Alright? But one thing that happened, the reason I wanted to tell you, is that not everybody was zakr anymore. They started right in the time of the tabayin. So the tabay tabayin, the muhaddithin of tabayin tabayin, they started focusing on this issue. Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal, Allah, ta'ala. Imam Abdullah bin Mubarak, Allah, ta'ala. Ibn Abi Shaiba, but he's one generation after tabayin tabayin and they started get the first compilations of hadith were on zuhd kitab al-zuhd they gathered the different teachings of rasulullah sallallahu mm-hmm. and aqwal al-sahaba and they made books out of it small small book books called kitab al because they felt that people were too caught up in the world now, the reason i told you this is because our time is similar to their time in this way Otherwise, there are many things that are very different in the time we live now and that historical time. But one thing that is the same is that just like at that time the Muhaddithin felt people were getting caught up in dunya and were no longer able to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you can pick that up and it's exactly the same thing in 2018. So if they understood deen much better than me and you could ever understand it, they understood that the way to counter this was to call people towards Zuhd, and then the second, then you had the beginning of zakirin. What does it mean? Beginning of the formal class of sufia. actually teaching Zikr, having gatherings of Zikr, trying to guide people on Zikr, trying to train people in Zikr. Now, there are many, many different ways of making Zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The reality is that the best way of making zikr is to make zikr with the tongue and the heart both. Because the best zikr is to recite Qur'an inside Salah. That's the highest zikr. Nawa fil Salah. Imam rabani Shaykh al-Masr al has written this, that the highest level of extra ibadah is to recite Qur'an inside Salah At the night. Alhamdulillah, why am I telling you this? Because this is what people do in Ramadan. Those people, they did it all the time. And we get a chance in Ramadan to do the highest level of zikr. Allahu Akbar. Tongue and heart. Tongue and heart. Then, second level of zikr. Is maybe a person is busy. So they're working. So they can't do zikr of Allah with their Tongue but at least they're doing zikr of Allah Ta'ala in their heart. That's very difficult to do actually. Very difficult. And the third level of zikr is if you can't remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart, remember Allah Ta'ala with your tongue only. What does that mean? Tongue only means you're reciting, but you're just kind of repeating. You're not really consciously aware of what you're reciting. You're not deeply feeling what you're reciting. No problem. It still counts as the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. So basically everybody, if if we want to always be in zikr, we are not going to be at that level that we can always be on level one zikr. Always tongue and heart are making zikr. So the way me and you can always be in zikr is by doing any one of these three things. Either I'm in a state that my heart and tongue are both remembering Allah Ta'ala, or I'm in a state that only my heart is remembering Allah Ta'ala, because maybe my tongue is busy, or I'm in a state that my tongue is remembering Allah Ta'ala at least even if my mind is wandering. Even if I'm not that focused. Because it's still better than ghafla. It's still better than it's zero. It's still better than not remembering Allah SWT. So This is very important. And the reason it's also extra important for a few people who have sat with me before, sometimes I think the way I would talk which suggests to people that this third way of doing zikr of tongue only with absent mind and absent heart is not so beneficial. Obviously compared to the better level of zikr it may be not be ideal, but actually it is very beneficial in keeping rafla away, in keeping shaitan away, in keeping waswasa away, in keeping the nafs in control. So in that sense, it is a lot of beneficial. And the second way is very beneficial. It's taking you closer to that path of being able to remember Allah Ta'ala with your heart and your tongue both. So this is why then, a person should learn how to make both kinds of zikr. So at least you're able. Sometimes you make zikr with tongue. Sometimes you make zikr with heart. And sometimes you can make zikr with both. You'll only be able to do that if you're trained in both. Alright? So we have... Actually, we only have two nights with you. Huh? Allahu Akbar. Hanif was with us in Stanger, Huh? Allahu Akbar. I think we did more than one night there that I could do here in ten days. Huh? Allahu Akbar. Okay? Khair. So... Tonight I will teach you something about zikr of the tongue, and tomorrow night I will teach you something of zikr of the heart. At least you have some basic teaching, and then you can try to do one or the other or both. Alright? Tomorrow I'll explain the both as well. Zikr of the tongue. Zikr of the tongue. Number one, <laughs> La ilaha illallah. Then there are many ways. There's <laughs> La ilaha illallah. There's <laughs> La ilaha illallahu wahdahu la <laughs> sharikala. Normally you will only make zikr la ilaha illallah. But what you should try to do is you should try to become... How do I put this in English? <laughs> you should have your own flavor, own flair, own interest, own passion in zikr. So what does that mean? So let's say you're making zikr la ilaha illallah a hundred times or you want to make it thousand times. But you yourself, according to your feeling for Allah Ta'ala, maybe sometimes in there you insert a long one: "La ilaha illallah wahedu la sharika la la ilaha illallahu wahedu la sharika lahu al mulku wa lahu al-hamd la ilaha illallahu wahedu la sharika lahu al mulku wa lahu al-hamd yufyu wa yumi tu biyade al-khair waqa ala kulli shayin kadir." Obviously, if I tell you to do that one thousand times, it'd be difficult. <laughs> but sometimes you should insert it. So, if you really want to learn Zikr, you should learn the different adhkar of Rasulullah sallallahu It's a very good book for you to learn this. It's called Kitab al athkar by Imam al-Nawid al It's Available in Arabic, available in English, and available in Urdu. Allah Akbar. En français aussi. Allah Akbar. Jena sepa. Allah Akbar. Arabic, English, and Urdu. And if you just go through that book gradually, and you circle the azkar that appeal to you, that you enjoy, or you find interesting, or you never did them even once in your life, hmm? you don't have to do them a hundred times, five hundred times, thousand times, but at least you know it. A lot of people, they struggle in zikr because they don't have any material. It's like I would tell you to cook something, but you have nothing in the kitchen. Nothing! <laughs> the fridge is empty cupboards are empty no salt and pepper no oil nothing (laughs) so what are you going to cook? (laughs) Hmm? person says I have no idea about the different that Rasulullah made so what are you going to cook? (laughs) what type of zikr are you going to be? (laughs) second zikr is called tasbih tasbih any zikr which has the word subhanallah in it has the word Subhanallah in it. Can be just Subhanallah. Can be Subhanallah wa bihamli. Can be Subhanallah wa bihamli wa Subhanallah al Can be just Subhanallah al Can be Subhanallah wa wa la ilaha illallah wa, wa Akbar. You'll find so many, again, in hadith. Hmm? So you should try every day that you should make some zikr of tasbih. Subhanallah glorifying Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala now when you mix it up it is very important for people like us to mix it up because like I said after the bayan, after, uh, after the bayan, in the bayan after there that if you start reciting Quran without feeling it becomes very easy to keep on reciting without feeling same thing with Zikrullah if you start making Zikr without thinking, without feeling it can be very easy to keep repeating it like that so the way to do it is to mix it up so in all, maybe you don't have time, so you say just subhanAllah a hundred times. But in the middle you insert something. You, you mix it up. It will force you to reflect. It will force you to be conscious. It will force you to be aware of what you're saying. So that you start feeling the the of Allah. So like we talked to you about hamd of Allah. It's different. Sana is different. This is another word. Sanaa. Jalla sana'uhu. In English, they call everything "praise." Hamd is praise, Tana is praise. No, no, different words in Arabic and different meaning in English. Tana in English. So maybe the closest word I could come to it doesn't—it's not going to be very good in English. Acclaim, Jalla Tana, and majestic is his acclaim. It's another way of praising Allah Subhanahu hmm? ta'ala. So Tasbih, Subhan, Subhan is referring to the ulu. To the exalted, transcendent, perfect, unimaginable aspect of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That He has no mythal, that there's nothing that even remotely resembles Him, nothing that is comparable to Him. And so when you think now, now think, Sayyidina Rasulullah, He sallallahu alayhi wa He liked to say this about Allah ta'ala. Allah ta'ala likes it. You see so many times in Khatm Bukhari, last Hadith of Bukhari, Kalimatani, Khafifatani al-lisan, wa-thakilatani al-mizan, They're light on the tongue, but they will be heavy on the scales. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi subhanallah al-adheem. Allah Ta'ala loves it. Just like Allah Ta'ala loves the believer when he does hamd, Allah Ta'ala loves the believer when he does tasbih. And Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he loved to make tasbih. You cannot become Zakir without the askar of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You can become Sufi without the askar of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You cannot become Zakir without the askar of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Before there was no difference, Sufi equals Zakir. But at this day and age, there's two different types. <laughs> Allah Akbar. Huh. Different types. <laughs> they can be Zakir, Sufi. There are many people who are both. Hmm? But there are some people who are Zakir; they're not Sufi, Alhamdulillah, And there are also some people who are Sufi, they're not Zakir. You see? Tasbih, Tasbih, Tasbih. And if you add that one, SubhanAllah, walhamdulillah wa la ilaha, wa Allahu Akbar. So that has Hamd, Tahmeer, which we already talked about, and Biyan, and Takbir. The Kibriya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which all of you know how much Allah Ta'ala loves and how many times we say Allahu Akbar in Adhan and Salah. So these are two things that should be said every day. Try to do it hundred times. There is authentic Hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam making istighfar a hundred times. in the Muslim of Imam Ahmad r.a who is from the Tabai Tabin. He writes he narrates a hadith in which Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he made istighfar a hundred times. I'm going to teach you that istighfar next. But from that the ulama, they took a number of hundred. And that's why we make zikr a hundred times. So la ilaha illallah, some zikr with tasbih, some istighfar. So that istighfar... Another istighfar لذي If you were to look at all the istighfar of Rasulullah and then all the istighfar mentioned in Quran al you can divide them all into two types one is a statement, a declaration, like, astaghfirullah I seek the forgiveness of Allah, al-azim, Almighty, the one who, al-hayyul-qayyum, who is all living, all subsiding, wa tubulayn, I turn into a him. And one category will be dua, kalimati dua, rubbing fairly. What hamli? Some sentence, some dua, statement, dua, promise, beg. So you should try to do both every day. If you want to do a very short one which has both, astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayh, these words are also in hadith. Rabbighfirli wa alayya, this is also in hadith. So you combine it astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayh wa alayya. So this what I'm teaching you, taking the hadith, reciting one, reciting the other dua from Quran combining it shortening it this is what you have to learn to do if you want to become zakr and if you want to do that zikr which I told you is still beneficial that you just take one sentence and just repeat it Hmm? so you should start with that you go through your circle one you start with that that's the one that if you're tired you can't think you can't combine you just do that your default one your basic one your standard one but try to be more involved in your zikr. Try to feel your zikr. Sulla so, illa illallah tasbih istighfar and fourth zikr to make of the tongue is salawat al Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Sallam. Dirutrif in Persian and Urdu. Again you will find different sentences Rahmatullah. Salli, Salim Barik. These three words come the most in Hadith. And there are few hadith, but they're much less compared to the ones that have these three. But few hadith also mention Rahma, Warham, tarham is even mentioned. So if you want to combine Allahumma Masalli, Wa Sallam, Wa barak, you want to do it short, you can even just say Allahumma Masalli, Wa Sallam, Wa Barik, Allah Sayyidina Muhammad. But Nabi Ibrahim sallallahu alaihi wa sallam, when he taught Sahabi how to make the rood, not always but almost always he asked that they should say Dirut Sharif on the All as well so Allahumma salli wa sallam wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala Alihi. that's the shortest Dirut you can get from the words of Hadith Allahumma salli wa sallam wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala Alihi. but if you ever want to make a long one Nabi Akram sallallahu Alaihi wa he also taught that when you send Dirut Sharif you should tell Allah Taala couple things. Number one, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi wanted you should tell Allah Taala that Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is mm-hmm. abdik, Rasulik. Tell Allah he's your abd and your Rasul. So Allahumma <laughs> salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin abdika wursulik. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi wanted us to say that. Hmm? Another sometimes an nabiul ummi that he was your ummi nabi. Hmm? Then sometimes Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi says In in Hadith it comes That he taught that at the end You should praise Allah Ta'ala Inna ka hamidun majeed That when you recite salawat on me Also praise Allah (laughs) So Allah ma salli wa sallim wa barik Ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Nabi al-Ummi Amdika wa rasulik Wa ala alihi Inna ka hamidun majeed Now if you don't know Arabic You cannot combine skillfully Because you may get the grammar wrong but if you learn Arabic, and that's why these people used to do these things, these Sufiyah, Mashaikh, when you're Arabic, they used to make all types of sentences, poetry, kasidah, ajeeb. Hmm? They used their skill in language. So that brings me to the last point for tonight, is after you recite any of these four athqar, you should make some zikr and on your own language. The same thing. Why isn't there English not an English Durud, like there's so much Persian and Urdu. Hmm? That's when you will learn the feelings. You won't. Most of you won't be able to get the feelings fully in Arabic. But if I tell you after you recite hundred salawat in Arabic, I much you to recite ten in English in your own words. you be, oh, you'll be stumped. <laughs> you won't know what to say. So that means you're still locked. You need to open up you need to open up your ruh and your heart to be able to say these things so do it in English or Urdu or <laughs> <huh>? yeah <laughs> same to even La Ilaha Illallah even La Ilaha Illallah you should talk to Allah just for five seconds after it maybe three four sentences maybe one sentence Allah Ta'ala I believe in only you I only worship you I only love you Say something with the meaning of tawheed in it after you said la ilaha illa zikr. Say something with the meaning of the glorification of Allah in it when you did your zikr of tasbih. Say something expressing your love for the Prophet wasallam or something in English meaning that you asking Allah to send blessings on him after you send your salawat. If you add this in your own language a little bit afterwards, it will help you get the feeling. Because then the next day when you do it, your English language sentence will be triggered when you start saying the Arabic. And the English language sentence that you made is what's going to make you remember the meaning and the feeling. Until you people learn Arabic properly, inshallah. Until you do that, you have to make this. And mashallah, Shaykh Atayat who knows Arabic, he can dispense with all English. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. This is called Zikr Leshani. This is called Zikr Lassani. So ideally you should try to do it sitting, in a dedicated sitting, hundred times. If you can't do it hundred times, do it ten times. If you can't do it sitting, do it while walking around, while going to work, while driving. Hmm? Just make sure you do it. Hmm? Uh, Some people say, I don't have time for Zikr, but what they mean by that is I don't have time to sit down on the Masala, in Wudu, facing Kaaba. It's no problem. Do it while walking. You must increase the amount of zikr you do with your tongue. And the last thing, sorry, the fifth one, which I forgot, is du'a. So you take du'as from Qur'an al du'as from the hadith of Nabi al-Karim, and then the same thing, you make du'a in your own language, in English. Whatever du'a you make in Arabic, learn how to talk to Allah Ta'ala in the same way. Because on the one hand, yes, it's sunnah that Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi was talking in Arabic. But it's also sunnah that he was talking in his own language. That's why so many people, they used to make du'a in Persian. And when Islam the spread, they used to make du'a in Urdu. They used to make du'a in Turkish. Because that's the second sunnah. One sunnah to talk to Allah in Arabic. Second sunnah to talk to Allah in your own language. For Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi his own language was Arabic. For you, except for a couple of you, that's not the case. Hmm? And finally it comes to ishtamai zikr. Hmm? So some people they really like to make zikr together. So I also teased you by putting on schedule mephila zikr. Hmm? Mephila zikr. Different Mashayak had different views on this. In fact, you know, even if you look in Jisti Silsila of Hazrat Haji Imdallah Muhajjir Makiri his own students had so many different views on Zikr. One of his great students, Sheikh Abdul Qadir Raipur, Ramatala, they used to have huge Majlis of Zikr, and Majlis of Zikr people would be doing a lot of Zikr, very loud. Hmm? And some of his other students, like Sheikh Ahshef Ali Tanrat, they almost had a little bit, but rarely, almost no Mefalizikr. Hmm? So there was a time when think back when I told you about Sufi and Zaker. Hmm? So when people were zakiri then doing mehfil Zakir was a good thing. When people are non zakir sufis then doing mehfil iszikr can maybe not be such a good thing. Hmm? It increases them in their sufiness without increasing them in their zakirness. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Maybe tomorrow we'll give you a little mafilah zikr inshallah. But today I wanted to explain to you first what you should do. Because zikr al is something you can do a lot in the next 24 hours. A lot in the next 24 hours. Zikr al-Qalbi, might I just tell you that so you can start practicing that now also instead of waiting for next time. Zikr al-Qalbi means to remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart. So there are two ways to do that. One is to remember Allah Ta'ala's name in your heart this is called Zikr of ism Zikr of ism Mufrad and Naqshbandi Salsullah and Shadli and Qadri Salsullah put a lot of emphasis on this Zikr that you make Zikr of Allah's name from your call of Allah 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 Allah, Allah. but not with your tongue you make Niyat that your heart is making Zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how will your heart make Zikr of Allah by your making Niyat of it that's it that's all you have to do how do you make zikr with your tongue? You move your tongue. How do you make zikr with your heart? You make niyyah that your heart is making zikr. That's it. Just think like if you were a magician and if all I have to do is intend it and it will start making zikr. But that's the power of niyat when it comes to kalb. Second way of doing zikr with your heart is not to make zikr of Allah ta'ala's name, but rather in your heart to focus very, very strongly on a particular feeling for Allah Ta'ala so many times Masha'ik used to take some ayah of Quran and make it the point of their focus for example huwa maakum kuntum so they used to focus Allah Ta'ala says in Quran that he is with you Ma'ayat. he is with you wherever you are so they would just focus on that they would close their eyes and just in their heart focus on the feeling that Allah Ta'ala is with me that's it They would just focus on that Or, for example, نَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ The Qurabh of Allah Ta'ala. So they would just focus their heart on that feeling that Allah Ta'ala is near to me, near to me than my own jugular vein. And they would just focus on the feeling of Qurabh, the feeling of Mayat. These are two ways to remember Allah Ta'ala with your heart. Yes, there was a time when Javed huh? There was a time when these zikrs were very closely guarded and very carefully taught. That's a particular way of doing the zikr. That's a particular way of doing zikr. But for you people, Bismillah, you can make zikr of mayat, you can make zikr of qurb, in a general way. Because these are ayat in Quran. And every ayah in Quran is there for tadabbur, to reflect upon, to ponder upon, to feel. So sometimes you need some special ijazah for me to do it. Yes, there may be some very disciplined, regimented ways of training, which we'll talk about also in this time, but not everybody can undergo that training. Not everybody has the time. So if you can't, you just start trying to make zikr from your heart in any way that you can. So tonight more was explanation then to, later today we will sit again after Zohar, and we will keep talking about these things in Zohar and at night insana this but just end with a short dua subhanarabbina ana wahu ana musallina ala muhammad wa ali sayyidina muhammad wa barakassalam rabbana lamna anfusana wa illam taghfir wa tarhamna lanakunanna min al-khasirin rahim ghafir anta khairur rahimin Ya Allah, grant us a tongue that is moist in your zikr. Grant us a heart that is drowned in your zikr. Grant us a mind that has thoughts of you. Ibn Rabbi take out all the zikr of the world from our heart. Take out the zikr of creation from our heart. Yet in we too want to be from the Zakirin. Ya Allah, La Ilaha Illa La Ilaha Illa Anta Ya Allah. Yet if You are our one and only Rabb, our only Mabud, the only Allah, the only one we want, the only one we love, the only one we worship. Yet in increase our heart in the feelings of Tawhid. Grant us a life lived upon Tawhid. Grant us the Hal of Tawhid, the Cave of Tawhid, the Hakikat of Tawhid. Ya Allah. Ya Ya Rabbi Subhanaka ya Subhanallahi Wabihamdi Subhanallah Yarab, you are beyond our imagination, beyond our praise, beyond our worship, beyond our reach. But Yarab, it is your mercy, Yarab, that you are Al Hadi, that you guided us to you, you taught us how to talk to you, you taught us how to worship you. Yarab Alhamdu Yarab, all praise is to you, all glory is to you, all magnificence belongs to you, all might belongs to you, Ya Rabbi Kareem. We ask from, from your might and your power and your magnificence that you keep our iman and your hifaza. that you grant us a life of taqwa, that you protect us from every enemy, that you protect us from every evil, that you protect us from every fitna, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Seydina Muhammad. Ya Rabbi, that we ask that you send all of your blessings, salutations, the peace, and honor on nabiyya Karim ﷺ, and all of his physical progeny, all of his spiritual followers, all of his ummah, all of the mu'mineen and mu'minat, all of the muslimin and muslimat, and every we ask that you give us tawfiq in these next one or two days, to practice this path of zikr, to learn this path of zikr, to drown our heart and our tongue in this path of zikr, so that for the rest of Ramadan, and after Ramadan, you'll make us from the zakirin, mu'mineen, to المتقين المؤمنين الصالحين المؤمنين يا الله يا ربي كريم ربنا تكمل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتوم علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على حبيبه سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين امين